0: Well, hello there people from the planet Earth, it's Jupiter, welcome to the second episode of Jupiter Says Hi. Well, um, I just changed a little bit of the dynamics there, if you noticed, um, But, well, today we're going to be talking about something that I particularly love a lot, and I feel like you guys will like to hear me talk about it, because it's something that (laughs) I love so much, so it's going to be a very passionate talk. Um, In the last episode, I mentioned this, um, the fact that I love writing, and that I'm... I have a really easy time with writing and today we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about writing, we're gonna talk about books, we're gonna talk about authors, and it's gonna be great. Now, okay, where do we start? Now I told you a little bit about my background story on literature and writing and reading last, on the last episode, so if you didn't um, listen to that one, go ahead and do so because it was really cool. Now, Today we're going to be continuing that talk about writing and literature and all that. And we're going to talk about it, and yeah. So I'm going to stop talking about what we're going to talk about and actually talk about it. Now, um, I do consider myself a writer, uh, and I write a lot of genres. This week I actually wrote my first poem, and I've already published three poems, which is really cool. And, but I write, I'm mainly, my favorite thing to write is narratives. I love writing narratives and uh, I just, I really, I think it's amazing because everything you see as a writer around uh, when you go out and stuff like that inspires you to write <laughs> about it. So it's really cool. I, you know, I like doing that. I like writing a lot. I write mostly short stories. I was starting a novel. My friend Jake was helping me with it, but I don't really have that amount of time left to think of a novel, but it's scrapped. It's still in my computer waiting to be written and completed, uh, but for now we're not gonna do that. Let me just take a sip of my Diet Coke. <laughs> Anyways, so basically, The first book I remember reading, at least the first book I remember that my dad read to me, was a book by J.K. Rowland. Rowland? Rowland? I don't know. (laughs) It's not the Harry Potter series, but it's related to the Harry Potter series. It's a little small book with short stories that was really cool. I still have it, by the way. And that's the first book I remember, like, being interested about, you know? And, you know, after that, just... I I stopped reading for a while, like, you know, like, every reader does, every reader goes through this, um, thing where they just stop reading for some reason, and that's what happened to me, and I stopped reading, and then I came across this book, my grandpa gave me a series of books called the Percy Jackson series, and... I fell in love with it, and I started reading it, and I I read all of the books, the five books, in like two weeks, because I was obsessed with it, and after that, I just started reading everything they threw at me, young adult books specifically, I just took it all in, I read it all, and it was great, and, you know, I started reading more, and reading influences your writing, there's no way to separate the two, the more you read, the better you write, and you know, obviously you get the influence from other authors and styles of writing and stuff like that to create your own, which is really cool. And this year I came across a book called Misery and it's by Stephen King and it's the first Stephen King I've read. And because I didn't want to be cliche and start with The Shining or It, I wanted to start with a little, little, um, alternative, um, book, and I chose Misery, and I loved it. It's so cool, and it inspired me to write more, you know, ethereal vibe stories, and I love it so much. Um, but I'm not here specifically to talk about my style, although I might eventually do that, but, you know, my writing tends to be very objective. I like to play with the words, play with the language, Um, punctuation, stuff like that. And uh, since I'm bilingual, I tend to write in both languages. Um, I write more in Portuguese. No specific reason behind that. I feel like it's just because I read in Portuguese more than I do in English. But, I've been, I've been writing more in Portuguese lately. Also, if there's, like, people talking in the background, it's my dad on the phone. He literally yells at the phone. Anyways. Um, and yeah, I love writing, and I started writing, like, short stories, and then I started that novel that I I never really <laughs> went through with. Um, I wrote a really cool prologue, and I don't know how to go from it without making it a really cliche story. But we'll see, we'll see. It's on the making. Not now, because I don't have as much time as when I started but hopefully we will continue it. I'm now more mature as a writer, so I have hopefully it will turn out a little better. And also I found out, this is really cool. I took a short story to one of my teachers the other day. It was I wrote it in 10 minutes before class. It was just because I really wanted to give him something of mine. I hadn't taken anything that I already had, so I had to write something in 10 minutes. And I gave it to him, and the next week he was like, you really wrote that in 10 minutes? That's amazing, it's really good, and, you know, that was awesome. And then I found out he's, he graduated in linguistics and literature in one of the best schools in the country, which is so amazing to know that this person likes my writing. So, you know, I to make it easier for him, I created a website um, so that he could read my new stuff every time... It came out, so it's really cool. Um, I don't know if he's reading it, but, I mean, it's out there. Um, But yeah, writing. I feel like I started becoming more passionate about it in high school. In the beginning of high school, at least. Because of that literary contest I talked about in the last episode as well. Um, And I started becoming more and more interested about it. Also because I started reading more. Because um, my high school teachers, especially last year's teacher he would recommend classics for us. So I I read Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. I fell in love with that book. I've read it twice, and I'm not one to reread books, so it's a big deal. And It's one of my favorite books, and I love it. I love that story so much, the fact that it's, you know, from romanticism back in the day, women weren't really considered smart enough to write a book. We all know that. Mary Shelley came out with this masterpiece, which is amazing. It's now a classic. I love it. If you haven't read the book, please go do that, because movies about Frankenstein just distort the the story so much. So read the book if you have the opportunity to, because that book is incredible. Um, let's see. I'm going through my Goodreads to see my favorite, so I can tell you for sure. Now, I, I've already put as my favorite a book that I'm still reading called 1984 by George Orwell. Now, this book is incredible. It's, you know, dystopia. I love dystopian books. I think, you know, they're one of the best genres there is of literature because it's so incredible, especially 1984, because it's very political. And I love that, obviously. So, you know, that's great. And, you know, also in my list is another one by George Roll called Animal Farm. Now, this is a classic. Um, this book is incredible. I read it in high school as well, one that got me into reading even more. Um, I love it. I think it's amazing. Along with that, let me just, you know, list them to you. Frankenstein, like I already said, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens amazing. I love this book. I love the the Disney animation version of this book. I think it's incredible. Uh, Misery by Stephen King, <laughs> amazing. Um, a book called várias Histórias by Machado Assis, who's the uh Brazilian writer. He is my idol. I love him with all my heart. This new book that came out called Lullaby, It's by a French author whom I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name, but it won a prize or something, and it's really good. I read it this year. I fell in love with this book. It's amazing. And The Medic and the Monster, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I think this book is incredible if you haven't read it. Go ahead and do that, because it's amazing. Now, these are my eight favorite books on Goodreads right now. I have more. For example, I'm I'm selling my old YA books, but the ones I kept, um, the only series I kept was The Hunger Games, because I, f- I love The Hunger Games so much. I think it's incredible. It's a really amazing analogy of politics and stuff like that if you really analyze the book, and... It's incredible. The The first book is my favorite. A lot of people ask me that. Um, the first book is my favorite because it was meant to be only one book. The other two were just improvised because the editor wanted uh, Susan Collins to write more books. But the first book is my favorite. Um, and yeah, I have other books here on my bookshelf, but mm, most of them are Brazilian books that you guys won't really acknowledge, but that's okay. Um, also, I was talking about my Goodreads. If you want to check out my Goodreads, um, you can go to goodreads.com and search for my name, Jupiter Silva, and you'll find me there, um, with my, my books. And, okay, now, let's see, I feel like one book that got me started in writing this year was Misery by Stephen King, because it really shaped my style, my current style of writing, which is very descriptive, and it creates this dark aura around the story, because I love that, and it was really influenced by this book, because this book is incredible, if you haven't read it, please go read it, it's amazing, and I love it, (laughs) I think it's amazing, and it really influenced me this year, Frankenstein, last year, um you know, 1984, it has been inspiring me a lot lately, I've been reading this book called Sharp Objects, if you listened to ye- to yesterday, to last week's episode, you know that's my current reading, um, Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn, Gillian Flynn, I don't know, um, incredible, I'm still reading it, but it's amazing, and yeah, but I love writing to a point where, like, I'm going to study it, right? And this guy from my classroom, this is a fact that happened to me this week. A guy from my classroom, he knows I'm going to study literature and linguistics. And he heard from that teacher that I told you about just a few minutes ago that I'm a good writer. And he came to me to ask, for, to ask tips on writing. And I gave him a full-on lecture. Like, I just went through every aspect of writing in many ways, and it was awesome, and, oh, I loved it. I love talking about it with other people, and he asked me tips, he asked me, how do I start an article, how do I organize a text, and I, I gave him a lot of tips, and it was awesome, and, you know, because I, I actually, I don't, you know, my writing comes naturally, because everything that people do on paper, like, you know, little mind maps and stuff like that, I do in my brain, and then I just write it down, because it's so natural to me, and obviously, in school, we don't write narratives, that's not what they want us to write, they want us to write opinion articles, which I often do, if you had the chance to visit my website, uh, throughout the week, you know, I write a lot of those, um, especially a lot about the internet, I wrote one on Logan Paul a while ago, that I'm very proud of, by the way, and, yeah, but I'm, I'm mostly a fan of narratives, like I said, because narratives, they just flow through, I guess, when you see something out in the street, or something like that, You see something interesting enough to become a story, and instantly you get inspired by it and you want to write about it. That's why I always carry my writing journal and my writing utensils so I can write down anything that pops into my head. um, And, you know, ideas and stuff like that. And it's great. I love it. Ideas come through a lot. Um, If you go out on the street, you know this. People just talk about things and they live their lives so differently and you you take that and you make it into a whole entire narrative in your own way obviously because we all have different interpretations of other people's lives but you just take all that it's inspiration and you create your own story and I think it's awesome I do that quite a lot and yeah sometimes I don't even name the characters I just I write a story and that's it I love it. And yeah, I also write fanfiction. It started with fanfiction. I started writing with fanfiction. And also, um, last episode I gave you a wrong link. Uh, it's fanfiction.net slash Jupiter Silva, In fact, it's not even that, the link. I'll give you in the end of the episode. Um, anyways, um, but you know. I think the books that really inspired me to write, I feel like back in the day, The Fault in Our Stars when it was really like when people were really on the hype of it. Um, I remember reading it, it was really inspiring to me. I read it really quickly. I fell in love with the story John Green is incredible. And that book inspired me a lot. Misery by Stephen King I already said that. Um I was reading this book called Landlines by Rainbow Rowell. Is that her name? Yes. Rainbow Rowell. Um, I stopped in the middle of it because it's very dense to me, because it's very adult-ish, and it's about relationships and marriage, and I, I, I don't feel like I get the book enough to like it, so I'm just leaving it, I'm, I'm, it's set on my bookshelf, just waiting for me to be ready to read it, I guess you could say. But, you know, I think, you know, my style, my style of writing is really just seeing other people's lives and seeing things happen and just get inspired by that and write. You know, when my, hand, when my pen hits the paper and I'm inspired, it's just gonna write and write and write until there is nothing else. And I write without thinking, really. I just, I write down all my ideas in my manuscript notebook and, you know, I just, that's it, (laughs) that's it, and when I, when I transcript it to, like, the computer or something like that, I, you know, check it and correct every, any errors or stuff like that, but, you know, most of the time, it turns out pretty, pretty good uh, on its own, so I don't even have to deal with (laughs) that, but, yeah, it's great, i What else do I have to talk about it, writing? It's hard, because, you know, its I can't really explain to you how, how it happens. It just does. <laughs> it's so natural to me. And I feel like this episode is going to be shorter, but I don't want to make it shorter, because, I don't know, I love doing this. Um, but yeah, um, just a little note, side note. Um, now you can listen to this podcast. To this podcast, not only here on Anchor, but you can listen to it on Apple Pod, Apple Music, iTunes. How do they call it? No. um, Spotify, which is really funny, and Google Podcasts, and a bunch of other platforms that I don't even know if people use. But it's pretty cool, right? Now you can listen to my podcast everywhere you want, which is really awesome. You can download it on Spotify, by the way, and listen to it offline. If you would like how cool is that it's really cool (laughs) um anyways but speaking i feel like what people are mostly curious about when i talk about writing and i talk about being a writer i feel like the thing that people ask me the most is how what is the process of writing because it's hard for people who don't write to understand and it's basically i get the inspiration I write it down on paper or I type it down straight ahead because I'm home or something like that I read it over to see if there are any mistakes and usually I rewrite it when instead of copying and pasting it to post it I rewrite it so that I can check any spelling errors, or even just, you know, repetition, or something like that that doesn't add up to the text, or doesn't really, you know, match with the style I'm going for. So I just do that, and then it goes to the publishing process, which is basically just posting it online, because I don't have a deal with a book publisher yet, but... Yeah, it goes through that process. It's not that hard. It's just it's it it takes a a little while of your time. If you consider you have to write it and then write it again and then writing it write it again. Depending on what style of writing you're using, you have to rewrite it a few more times just to make sure it's perfect. And but really it's about it's about, you know, taking inspiration from the little things. Um, you know, a little object, a little access accessory, um, that someone's wearing. Clothes, colors, phenomena like the weather. Just really small stuff sometimes can inspire you to write an entire story, entirely incredible story about literally anything, which is really cool. Um, the other day, I wrote a story based on rain. I just, you know, I, I, I heard the rain started, and then, I just, I thought, you know, rain. And I just thought of, like, a sentence that, you know, translated rain. So I thought, of, like, you know, the rain dripping down something like that, and then you just write from that. You know, it all starts with a little impactful sentence that really comes to your mind, and then you just write from that. Um, that's what I do. Um, people, a lot of people who know me consider me a creative person. I don't consider myself a creative person, but I feel like it comes from that creative side of me to do, to be able to grab these really small things from my day, and turn it into a great story. So, I guess it takes you a lot of imagination and creativity creativity, to create a really good story out of something so little and so common. And, but it really, it, it really just takes a little bit of effort, I guess you could say. If you really want to do it, and if you really want to write a good story, it's, it's bound to happen. You're bound to be inspired by something. You're bound to write something great out of something small, or out of something that feels like nothing, and then just go from there and create something incredible. Um, and that's not only with writing. It, it goes a lot with making a movie or... Um, Painting, making music, photography, it really, it really is about seeing these small things and seeing another side of these things and, you know, taking and thinking of a whole story around it. For example, I'm drinking Diet Coke right now, so I'm looking at my Diet Coke can and, you know, you just imagine. What could happen with this Diet Coke? You know? And you just start picturing, you know, people drinking Diet Coke at a bar. I'm just thinking this right now. At a bar, talking about something that happened on their day. Trying to solve it. Then someone shows up, you know? You just picture these little tiny objects and you you try to figure out what could be happening to them. In, you know a different context, which is really it's a fun thing to do, even if you're not a writer, even if you don't want to write anything. Um, but if you're bored, you know, you could try and do that. You you look at stuff around you and you're like, what could make this what what great story could I make out of this? And you just you create. It's really not a not only it's not only about having a great imagination or being creative. It's about Seeing the other side to things, everything, people, objects, the world, itself, or even things that you don't even know exist. You can use literally anything and turn it into this brainstorming creative process of what could happen if I did this, or what could happen if this person was here. To, with this, doing that, and you just, you, you, you're you bound to create something great, It's and even if you don't do it at the first try, because it's gonna happen, you just keep creating, you don't give up, because, you know, my first stories really suck, if I go back a while, um, I had really, like, cliche ideas, I, I didn't know how to word my my narratives, and now, I do, because it's, writing is practice, I told this, um, to my friends, no, I told this to that guy that came to talk to me this week, writing is practice, you have to, the more you write, the better you write, you know, so, you gotta write more, you gotta train your brain to play with the, with the words writing is all about, you know, taking words, playing around with them, seeing what different combinations of words can represent to the reader. And just play around with it. And get the reader to play around with you. I think that's one of the coolest things um, in writing, is the freedom you have in the literature to play with the words the way you want to. And make it make the story your own and you know play with the reader as well because i really like doing that where i use certain words or certain punctuation or certain phrasing that really just changes the perspective of the reader on something and just really changes the perspective of something they shouldn't even change the perspective of so you create a fake plot twist with that, because it's not necessarily a plot twist, you just change the way the reader sees your story, and then um, in the end you just revert it back. So the reader will think there's a plot twist, very well thought of, but it's really just the style of writing that changed, which is one of the coolest things. Um, and yeah, I... You know, playing with words to write something great is something anyone can do. The only difference is that some people just practice it more because they like to do that. Um, As I grew older and I read more, started reading more stuff, started watching more stuff, I started adding to my cultural background of everything. It just became easier for me to do that, to play with the words, play around with the words, with the punctuation, with the phrasing, everything, because that's what a writer does. The writer takes words, letters, and just combines them in different ways to create a great story, and I'm really proud to say (laughs) that I do that and that I I'm able to take all these words and create something good. So, you know, um, I feel like if you really want to write and really want to be good at writing, I feel like you should just start, you know, take a piece of paper, think of something, write it down. Even if it's crap, just write it down. And write everything that comes to your mind. And then rewrite it. Make it better. That's what writing is all about taking creativity, transforming into a good thing, and it's not, you know, like I said, to me it comes naturally, but it only comes naturally because I've been through a lot of training around it, and, you know, so I, I write a little bit better in that sense. Like, I'm able to do the whole process a little faster. But if you're starting, um, just do that. Take a piece of paper, write everything that comes to mind. Take another piece of paper, rewrite that in a way that you feel like would be better. Take another piece of paper, rewrite that. And also something that a lot of writers despise, but I love, is feedback. I love getting feedback from my friends, from my family, I, sometimes, when I'm doubtful about what I wrote, I ask a bunch of people to read it for me, give me their opinions, so that I can make it better, because, you know, even if you don't, believe it or not, your story is for your reader, you know? Your reader needs to enjoy your story, otherwise he won't. they won't read it. So, you know, getting feedback, even from people close to you, is really good because you get to see, you know, things that you can change to make it a little more accessible. Because I, I've had a lot of people tell me that my stories are complicated to read um, because I do a lot of circular narrative and stuff like that which is a circular narrative, circular, I can't speak, circular narrative is basically when you, you're in the past, and then you go to the future, and then you go back to the present, and then you go back to the future, and then you go back to the past, you know, you just play around with time, because in writing, time doesn't necessarily have to be linear, so you just, you play around with time, and that's what I like to do in my stories, it creates a little more um, agonizing atmosphere, because I like to write mystery stories, so, it creates this really cool ethereal atmosphere that's really awesome. And not only time, like, characters, and, you know, scenarios, just everything you can play around with, just risk it, you know? And if it doesn't turn out good, you're right, it's not a big deal. It's tiring at first, but if you really want to do it, um, you won't stop. I promise you that. Um, I feel like that's everything. I'm thinking of something else. Well, while I do that, um, let's go to the final considerations of the week. Um, so, my currently reading, because I'm, 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 I'm still reading Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn, but I brought you another title that I'm reading as well. It's Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. It's his new, his latest book. And so far it's been it's been pretty cool. It's about a girl, apparently it's about a girl with OCD that goes out on an adventure or something. It was really interesting. Um, it was recommended to me by another... By a, by a friend of mine, she said it was really good, and it made her cry and stuff like that, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna read that, um, the song of the week is a song by Al City, favorite of all time, um, the song is called Lily Lullaby, and I recommend if you want to listen to the song, I recommend you listen to it in the live version, live in Los Angeles version, because it's better than the studio version, it's amazing, it's so emotional, it's beautiful, just listen to it, it's incredible, and for the fact of the week, because I'm still that curious person you met last week, um, the fact of the week is that banging your head against a wall for one hour burns 150 calories, that's the fact of the week, now, is it interesting I don't know, I found it interesting, if you didn't, I'm sorry, I'll try to bring something more interesting to you next week, um, and I will bring something next week, a new episode, and I hope you enjoyed this one, because it's a little bit, it's a little bit less excited, because I'm tired, and because I have to speak a little lower, because I'm not home alone, so I have to be a little careful about the volume of my voice, But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode, I hope you enjoyed it, I really love doing this. Um, If you have any suggestions for the next theme, for the the theme of next week, um, if there's something you want me to talk about, just let me know, and yeah, leave your likes and your comments and everything else, because I really like to get feedback not only on my writing, but on my podcasting as well. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Jupiter Says Hi, and now I'm saying goodbye.